Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where their leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshabah Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services beginning at 9 a.m. Sundays with a Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evenings at their location at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. It's coming to the light.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the word, we're going to hear a couple of songs. Amen.
child, a holy lamb, precious lamb, they called him Lamb of God. It was the greatest demonstration of love that the world would ever know. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And this son came as a lamb. He would become a conquering king, but he came as a lamb. He would be king of kings and lord of lords, but he came as a lamb. And he came for you. People came from miles around. Privilege it was They called him Lamb of God Shepherds came seeking this lamb And their lives would never be the same The angelic host formed a choir And sang from the heavenlies Wise men were wise enough To seek and bow down to this lamb he came to seek and to save the lost. He came because he loves you. It's great to know that God so loved the world, but more important to know that God loves you. Now here it is. Many years have passed. They say his time has come and passed. Oh, but I'm so glad. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He's still saving. He's still redeeming. And He's still there for you today. Receive Him. Say yes to Him. And He will change your life. Time cannot change Him. And ages do not time Him. He's still the Lamb of God.
Hallelujah. Still the Lamb of God. First song says, Behold the Lamb. Talking about his birth. Being born into this world as an innocent, precious lamb. But then the second song says that he's still the lamb of God because of his sacrifice. Hallelujah. Still holy. Still righteous. Still the Redeemer, still our Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Powerful, powerful. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We're going to get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Acts. The book of Acts. As we're Coming into this time as we know to be Easter, which is signifying the death, resurrection of Jesus. That's what we're going to focus on this morning. Amen. Coming out of the book of Acts, the 12th chapter, we're going to start at verse 1. Acts, the 12th chapter, verse 1. And it reads, Now about that time, Herod, the king, stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four Quartarians of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and the light shined in the prison and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hand. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. 
And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him, and wished not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and had delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from the expectation of the people of the Jews. He says, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. I want to focus on on verses 3 and verse 4. Let's read that again. It says, And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four Hernians of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. The title of the message this morning is Steal the Lamb. Steal the Lamb. Let us pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us and keeping us from all harm and danger, God. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it, God. Thank you, Father, for your word. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free, Father, all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sin. Thank you, Father, for allowing him to go to the cross, Father. Taking the sins of the world to the cross, Father, allowing him to die on the cross, God. But you didn't leave him there, Father. Thank you, Father, for even allowing him to go to hell for us, Father. Taking the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of all of his power, God. And, Father, thank you, Lord, that you didn't leave Jesus in hell, God. You didn't leave him in the grave, Father. But you rose him up on the third day, God. Hallelujah. 
all power in his hand. And Father, thank you, Lord, for even receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood and seating him on your right hand, God. Thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit, who you sent to be our guide, to be our teacher, God, to be our comforter. Thank you for you, almighty God, our Father. Thank you for considering us, Father, for creating us, God, for calling us your own, God. And now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply it to our lives, to make it personal, God, to strengthen us, to encourage us, to build us up, God, and to remind us of why we're here, to seek and save that which is lost. Thank you, and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Still. The lamb. That's that's what we're gonna talk about this morning. Still the lamb. Verses three and verse four in our passage. Verses three it it, it, it points out that then were the days of unleavened bread. The days of unleavened bread. And then verse 4, it points out that when King Herod arrested Peter, that he was waiting until after Easter to bring him forth to the people. So that he may be crucified. So, so this was a time of what's called the unleavened bread. But in the King James Version, it said the word Easter. Now, let's look at the word Easter. Easter, we have to, we have to understand that during the time that the King James Version translation was written, It was written during a time where certain words meant something. So the word Easter during that time was the word that they could relate to the festival that was going on during that time. The time of the unleavened bread is a time where the Jews celebrated the Passover. So let's look at the word Easter. Easter, the special celebration of the resurrection at Easter is the oldest Christian festival except for the weekly Sunday celebration. Although the exact date was in dispute and the specific 
observances of the festival develop over the centuries, it is clear that Easter has special significance to the early generations of Christians. Since Christ's passion and resurrection occurred at the time of the Jewish Passover, the first Jewish Christians probably transformed their Passover observance into a celebration of the central events of their new faith. In the early centuries, the annual observance was called the Pascha, the Greek word for Passover, and focused on Christ as the Paschal Lamb. You hear that? It says focus on Christ as the Paschal Lamb. Although the New Testament does not give any account of a special observance of Easter, and evidence from before AD 200 is scarce, the celebrations were probably well established in the most churches by AD 100. The earliest observance probably consisted of a vigil beginning on Saturday evening and ending on Sunday morning and included remembrance of Christ's crucifixion as well as the resurrection. Evidence from shortly after AD 200 shows that the climax and the vigil was the baptism of new Christians and the celebration of the Lord's Supper. By about A.D. 300, most churches divided the original observance, devoting Good Friday to the crucifixion and Easter Sunday to the resurrection. Now, this comes from my Hoban Bible Dictionary, talking about Easter. So the word Easter, it was written in the King James Version translation. But I'm going to read that particular scripture in a few other translations. The Amplified Bible, reading Acts the 12th chapter, verse 4. Actually, 3 and 4. Acts the 12th chapter, verses 3 and 4 in the Amplified Bible. And it reads, And when he saw it was pleasing to the Jews, he proceeded further and arrested Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread, the Passover week. And when he had seized Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers of four each to guard him, purposing after the Passover to bring him forth to the people. So, so in the Amplified Bible, it says after the Passover. It didn't say after Easter, it said after the Passover. That's the Amplified Bible. 
Now in the message, in the message Bible, verses three and four. Says when he saw how much it raised his popularity ratings with the Jews, he arrested Peter. All this during Passover week, mind you, and had him thrown in jail, putting four squads of four soldiers each to guard him. He was planning a public lynching after Passover. So, so this says the word Passover. The New Living Translation, verses 3 and 4, it reads, When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. This took place during the Passover celebration. Then he imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. So I just wanted to point out how the King James Version says the word Easter, but other translations say the word Passover because this was a time of what is called the Feast of the Unleavened Bread or the Passover. And, and when I think of the Passover, it goes back to Exodus. When Moses kept going to the king, telling him, let my people go. And, and, and God was, was, was doing all of these events, but the king's heart was hardened. And the last thing that happened was God sent the death angel. And the death angel was sent to kill the firstborn male. The firstborn male. But then God told Moses, he said, I want you to tell the people to get the best lamb and sacrifice it. And I want you to take the blood of the lamb, put it over the post, the doorpost of the entrance of the house. And when the death angel sees the blood on the doorpost pass over 
the blood. So the, the firstborn that's, that's in the house where it sees the blood will be spared. That's what's called the Passover. And that's what's being celebrated during this time. They're, they're, they're being reminded of how God brought them out of Egypt. How their lives were spared because of the blood. Glory to God. So I wanted to point that out. The lamb that was slain was the sacrifice. And the blood of that lamb was used to place on the post covering protecting those who were in the house so that when the death angel came and it saw the blood of the lamb, it passed over. That's where, that's where the word pass over comes from. The death angel passed over the blood of the lamb. Glory to God. Now let's look at St. John. St. John, first chapter. St. John, the first chapter. Starting at verse 29. And it reads, the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him. This is John the Baptist. When, when, when John the Baptist was, was, was in the desert preaching, they were asking him, who are you? And John the Baptist told them, I am one, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, straight the way of the Lord. So this is what he was doing. He was preparing the way of the Lord. That's what we should be doing, preparing the way of the Lord. And in verse 29, it reads, the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, behold, the Lamb of God. This is who he called Jesus, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me, 
for he was before me. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove. And then abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. So, so, so he, he, he's called Jesus, the Lamb of God. Now, he refers to him as the Son of God. Verse 35 says, again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Glory to God. Behold, the Lamb of God. Understand that Jesus was just presented to them. He was just revealed to them as the Lamb of God, as the Son of God. John the Baptist referred him as the Lamb of God. Now let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, talking about steal the Lamb. Now, the word Easter Easter when I looked looked it up in the 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 scrolls concordance the word for Easter, the Greek word for Easter is Pascha A-S-C-H-A and it means the Passover the meal the day the festival or the sacrifices connected with it that's what the word Easter means the Passover the day, the festival, or the special sacrifices connected with it. Now, when you look at the word Passover in the Stone Concordance, same reference. Passover is also the word Pascha, 
the meal, the day, the festival, or the special sacrifices connected with it. Easter, Passover. So, so that's why it was pointed out, Acts, that this was during the time of the week of the unleavened bread. Because when when the when 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 Moses told the people to sacrifice the lamb and 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 use the blood to smear it on the post, they also were told to make unleavened bread. So when you look at the lamb and the unleavened bread, it represents the Passover. The lamb representing the blood that was shed. And the unleavened bread represents the body that was broken, that was bruised, that was beaten, that was torn. That's why the 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 feast of the unleavened bread or the Passover or what the word says in the King James Version, Easter represents. Now the word Easter that's a whole different teaching. But but Easter, let me let me let me read you a reference of the word Easter. This is an unfortunate and absurd translation, as Easter was a pagan festival observed long before Christ. It is not a Christian name, but is derived from Ishtar, one of the Babylonian titles of an idol goddess, the queen of heaven. The Saxon goddess, Istra, is the name, is the same as the Astarte, the Syrian Venus, called Astarus in the Old Testament. It was the worship of this woman by Israel that was such an abomination to God. So, so this is what Easter was. It was an an an, an ungodly a, a a pagan festival of this idol worshiping. Said it it was the worship of this woman by Israel that was such an abomination. To God. It says round cakes imprinted with the sign of the cross were made at this festival. The sign being in the Babylonian mysteries a sign of life. Easter eggs play a great part in this day's celebration were common in all heathen nations. The fable of the egg declares that an egg of wondrous size 
fell from heaven into the river Euphrates. Listen to this. Listen to this. This 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 pagan festival says egg of wondrous size. This this is a fable. A fable is something that made up. The fable of the egg declares that an egg of wondrous size fell from heaven into the river Euphrates. The fish rolled it to the bank where doves settled upon it and hatched it. And out came Ashtardi or Ishtar, the goddess of Easter. Listen to that. This, this, this is what people believe. A huge egg fell from heaven. Into the Euphrates River. And fish rolled it to the bank. Where doves sat on it. And hatched it. And out came this goddess of Easter. Ashtardi or Ishtar. Then it says Easter, Christmas, Lady Day, Lent, and other Babylonian festivals were all borrowed from this religion and were all observed centuries before Christ. None of them have any relationship to Christ or Christianity. None of them any relationship to Christ or Christianity. This is what Easter is. This is what Easter represents. But 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 the word Easter was was placed in the writings during the time that the King James Version was printed because this is what was going on during that time. This is the word that they can relate to. Because this is what they were doing. But understanding John the Baptist called Jesus the Lamb of God, the Son of God. And understanding that the the Lamb represented the blood. So when the death angel saw the blood of the Lamb, it would pass over that particular house. And the people were spared. 
Now let's look at Isaiah 53rd chapter, starting at verse 1. And it reads, who has believed our report? See, see, we, we, just, we just heard a report explaining the celebration of Easter, the, 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 the idol worshiping. But this says, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? The arm of the Lord is his protection. Glory to God. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And we wish, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Why it says that? It says he has no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. If 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 any body has seen the movie. The passion of the Christ. And when it shows Jesus being whipped, particular scene. But you, you, you have to understand just how much Jesus was hated. Cause, cause look, look at look at the the the, the base passage. It says when 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 King Herod saw that it pleased the Jews that he had killed James the brother of John. Said when he saw that that pleased the Jews because during that time. Even the disciples were hated because they were preaching Jesus the Christ and him crucified. So it pleased him to arrest Peter, but but he couldn't he couldn't crucify him then. Uh, 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 another translation reads. How he was waiting to after the Passover so that he could have a public lynching of Peter. This is how much Jesus and the disciples were hated. So 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 Jesus was beat to the point of death. His body was so Conformed, so bruised, so battered, it says that there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. 
he will despise and we esteem him not. <clears throat> Excuse me. He his his face was so disfigured that people couldn't even look on him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. But listen to this. It says, he is brought as a lamb to slaughter. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. That means he was crucified. He died. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his So this time is not a time to celebrate egg hunting, egg coloring, rabbits, bunnies. Candy, chocolate. No, this is a time to celebrate the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Some people say that his time has come and passed. But he's still the lamb. He's still the sacrifice. 
He's still our Savior. He's still the Son of God. He's still the Messiah. That's who he is. So this time is a time for us to remember of why Jesus came to this earth. To live a sinless life. And to take the sin of the world to the cross. So that he should die without sin, giving him access to death, to hell, and taking the keys of hell from Satan. But he said, on the third day, I will rise. And on the third day, he rose with all power. And then he was accepted into heaven. That's why I say during the opening prayer, thank you, Father, for accepting Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood, which gives us access to him. Because Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Any man come to the Father, they must go through me. The blood of Jesus was shed for you and I to have access to heaven. He's still the lamb. After all of these years, he's still the lamb. Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to be the propitiation for our sins, to be the sacrificial lamb, to be our Passover. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for allowing him to be crucified. To be bruised, to be beaten, 
to be sacrificed for our sins. And thank you, Father, for reminding us of why he came to give us access to you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his life. Thank you for his death. And thank you for his resurrection. Now, Father, help us to prepare the way for his return. To remind people that he's still the lamb. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Still the lamb. That's what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the lamb of God. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.